Hello everyone and welcome to Recommended, the show where you find your weekend watch. My name is Brett and each week I recommend a movie to my good friend Drew and he will tell you if he'd recommend it to you. On the flip side, he's going to be doing the exact same thing to me. And this month we are in Spooktober, Drew. And Spooktober for us means each week we're going to be recommending a scary movie that you can sit down with those closest to you and get a little scared by. That's right. Um, with that said, this week, one of the movies wasn't exactly super scary, was it, Drew? I mean, it had scary in the title. Yes, Scary <laughs> Movie 3. <laughs> I recommended Scary Movie 3 to Drew. I know so many of you have probably seen this movie. Well, it's an all-time classic. Personally, my favorite of the scary movies. You watch it, it'll have you screaming, Rosebud. Stop. <laughs> so, um, the one thing I will say is, like... When I think of the Scary Movie franchise, I know there's been a lot of them, Mm -hmm. but I feel like this was the peak. And and not necessarily, I know people will argue one, two, or three, which one's better. That's fine. But I mean, after Scary Movie 3, it all went downhill. Yeah. I agree. None of them were as good. And I think a lot of that has to do with, like, they lost some of their key actors. Yeah. uh, But also, just the story wasn't as good afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like parroting other movies but there was actual story involved in it yeah um for me though scary movie 3 will always have a special place in my heart um it was at a time when or it came out at a time where i really was into scary movies wanted to watch them all that and then next thing i know this movie comes out that it's just making fun of all these movies i've watched and i found it as a middle schooler absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. um pretty much the premise of it is it's making fun of movies like uh, signs the ring uh those are your two big ones i would say um drew can you think of any others that were in there well there's smaller references like eight mile with yeah. the rat battle yes and, um, oh there was a couple more i had seen but anyway yeah just uh the main two was signs and, and the ring and then there's a couple of smaller references down there yeah, there were other ones as well, but those are the two big ones that you're probably going to notice right off the bat. If you've seen those movies, The Matrix was also in there, which yes. I know that's not really a scary movie, but it was also referenced in there. Mm-hmm. With that said, the whole premise of it is a girl named Cindy, who is the main star in pretty much almost all the scary movies. Yeah. Um, and her friends see the tape, and notably she sees the tape that you're going to die in seven days. Um and they make some fun jokes about that (laughs) but um it's her trying to figure out how do i stop not just me but my son from dying in seven days and trying to figure all that while an alien invasion is occurring and while she's trying to form well continue this relationship with this farmer boy who wants to be a rapper yes it's just it's complete wackiness. Mm-hmm. And I can promise you, if you like parodies, if you like scary movies and you just want to laugh some, 
perfect movie to laugh to. There's so much just... It's, there's slapstick humor, but there's also like really well-crafted ideas and humor into it as well. Um, some that you'll probably miss on the first view. Um, but I love it. One of my favorite scary movies of all time. I got you. <laughs> Jerry, were you a fan? This movie was amazing. You're pausing. It was amazing. horrible. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was coming. Uh, um, yeah, like, middle school Drew would have been all over this movie. Uh, you know, I mean... Isn't probably, that when... Probably he, before this week, the last time I saw it was probably, like, middle school or high school. But isn't middle middle school, school like... If you like in middle school, it's got to be good. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um... This one... Says the guy watching through Pokemon. I hear judgment in your voice, Fred. (laughs) Do I need to talk about this? You don't (laughs) I'm holding up something, by the way. It's holding Um, up my deck of Detective Conan cards. Yeah. I have no shame in Detective Conan. Yeah, sure, whatever. I love my Detective Conan. Okay, I got you. It's a mint unopened box. There's a reason for that. ASMR. And actually, it has... (laughs) It has been opened, but there's a reason that I don't use it. <laughs> oh, we should do an ASMR podcast Please right no. after this one. Please <laughs> no. All right. So, <laughs> all right, so the movie did make me laugh. There's definitely some funny parts in it. It is, like the other ones, dumb, with a capital D. But it, it's pretty funny. It has some redeeming qualities. The cast is still pretty good. I think after the third one is when you notice like a serious drop. I think you're right. Yes. After the third movie, the first three movies are pretty good. I think my personal favorite of the Scary Movie franchise is Scary Movie 2. But, um, you know, the sequel, Electric Boogaloo. But uh, <laughs> Scary Movie 3, <clears throat> it's it still holds up around that same rank. It's just, um, you know, to me, just a, a little lesser. Uh not that it's for anything that takes it against it, but I, I was curious and looked this up. The uh, This is the first scary movie of the franchise that has a PG-13 rating. So the first two were R. Yeah. And then they started, I think the rest of them afterwards was all PG-13. Yes. And I guess the first two were definitely a little risque. Yes. You know, there's a reason why they have an R rating. Mm-hmm. But I guess they tried... To appeal to a larger audience, a lot of a lot of movies will get that PG thirteen rating because it'll appeal to a larger audience rather than just like a hard R. And I think that's what they did. They tried to do in this movie. Well, I mean, it's they... still a little risque. Like they're still, you know. But I I think I don't know. I feel like I feel like the scary movies, and especially after three, it's just like they they almost just try to go for the joke factor. But they don't really push any boundaries or anything like that. So, I'll say this. I feel like their move to PG-13 was definitely to attract people like me who are in middle school who wanted to watch the scary yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, now, the problem with that is I think Scary Movie 3 was successful at that. I mm-hmm. feel like past that, it started like, we really have to appeal to this younger group. And they, oh, And yeah. it missed. Like, like they're trying to... Scary Movie 4, that was the one with like the aliens. If I remember correctly, like the Mar- the Martians attacking War of the Worlds parody. I think, I think. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that movie might as well have been made for kids. 
Like, I mean, it, it seems so watered down. Not saying that all kids' movies are bad, but goodness gracious. Like, that that was just painful to watch. And they also lost a lot of the actors that have made the Scary Movie franchise what it was. Yeah. Like, I don't I mean, think... I don't think the Waynans brothers were even in the Yeah, they weren't. The fourth well, they weren't in the and third one. they weren't one. in the third one either. But the first two, they were. And mm-hmm. That was just, like, kind of, like, to me, like, the peak parody of Scary Movie 3. But, uh, Scary Movies 1 and 2. But, um, the third one... And 3. Uh, and 3. The third one wasn't bad. To me, it just wasn't great. Well, see, that, you know, it's just like that middle of the road. It was funny. It did make me laugh, and that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, right. Like, um, but it's just, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's not too offensive to be terrible. It's just not. I don't know. To me, like, like I know we'll do the movie ratings in a minute, but honestly, like. It's just a, a five for me. It it's, doesn't push enough five. boundaries for you. I'm gonna just say right now, Drew, that the past three weeks, your pushing boundaries movies has led to me basically watching porn. So I enjoy Scary Movie Three. Recommended after dark. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just, there have been scenes in every one of the last three movies. Oh, like little. Little, no, little, no, little, little no, things that no, I'm no, just no, like, no, all no, right, no, let's no, turn no. away. I mean, come on. Uh, you, we're trying to be family friendly up in here. Oh my gosh, you're killing me. <laughs> I'm literally dying. Look, my thing is, when you go into Scary Movie, if you're looking for some, like, product of grand cinema, you're going to miss it. Like, yeah, no, again. I'm not, I'm not looking for that. I mean, and, and again, like I'm saying, like the whole, when I was talking about the PG-13 rating, I'm not knocking it as well. It's just... I feel like they just they tried to appeal to that younger audience, and like you said, the Scary Movie three it still worked, but like the ones after that, they just missed the mark completely. I yeah, feel like. but my what and I'm trying to say is, so much. I guess my thing is, you can't go into a movie like Scary Movie three with bad expectations. So, and, and what I mean by that is, there are TV shows out there, uh, so. You know I watch anime. If people have been watching or listening to our podcast, they probably know I tune in every now and then and watch anime. And there are some that people will trash on that are really popular because they go to certain tropes. They constantly do it. Like, that is the expectation. And so they get trashed for that. And I'm sitting here like, well, why are you going into it expecting different? Like, you have to go into it knowing that's going to happen and be okay with that. And when you do that, you can say, I enjoy this show because the show's fine. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to let that trope ruin my experience of it because I knew it was coming anyway. And for me, when you look at scary movie franchise in general, especially the first three, you have to go into it knowing, okay, this is going to be really dumb and stupid. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm okay with that because it's going to be really funny. And that's yeah. why um, I think I would probably rate it a seven, only because yeah. uh, only because I, I genuinely think I know it's supposed to be scary movie month. I genuinely think this is a funny movie. Yeah. I, I and, and it's my type of funny comedy. Yeah. Like I mean it had don't get me wrong, it had I mean, it had parts that No, I know you hated it. Loud. I know you hated it. But to me it was just like middle of five. Then again, I I said my favorite movie was Scare Movie Two. If I had to rate it, it'd probably be like a six. Like I just I don't know. Like it's one He's of just the not things, a parody fan. Yeah, I'm I'm really not, to be honest. Well there you go. I like satirical stuff, like satirical rom coms. 
The Lobster. That is not a which, satirical uh, rom com. Which I'm always positive all. this is my punishment for making you watch The Lobster. Oh no, don't you worry. <laughs> I've got punishment for you on that one. <laughs> Human centipede, here I come. <laughs> Please let me be the first one. They're basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that is everyone's prayer. <laughs> For real, right? Vanilla paste or cuttlefish? <laughs> said IMDB score 135,000 ratings are going to end up with a 5.5 uh-huh. just about where Drew is yeah. um, I mean I can't help that 135,872 people are wrong so Fair there's just not much I can do about that and I can't help that Metacritic gives it a 49 uh, which how many community movies actually get a good score for Metacritic not a lot not a lot so they're looking for more critics don't like to laugh no critics like a higher refined taste. Mm-hmm. Like the lobster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's about as refined as you can get. <laughs> so, Drew, you also recommended me a movie this week. Yes, I did. So, the movie I recommended, uh, highly refined, almost <laughs> an instant classic, <laughs> um, The Cabin in the Woods. Came out in 2011. So, you know, I guess, you know, nine years old now, so not like an old movie, but, you know, it's been out a couple of years. But, um, so this one is, the movie is a little strange. It is a horror film, would you say? I mean, it definitely is a, a horror film in the genre, but it plays around with the genre. You know, mm. it kind of, it kind of pushes and pulls a little bit. It gives a sense of a little rubato, you know, um... What? Rubato. A give and a take. A push and a pull. Who? Italian. What? It's a music term. Okay. Sprogile. It's Italian. <laughs> Sprogile. It's Italian. <laughs> Mamma mia. Alright, so. <clears throat> Thanks, Mario. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, okay. So, basically, without giving away too much, you know, these five teenagers, they head off for a weekend at a secluded cabin in the woods. And when they arrive, you know, it's, it's pretty isolated. There's, you know, they kind of pass by this weird gas station where this guy's like, beware ye all who enter. Um, but then basically the cellar door opens and they go down to the basement of the cabin and stuff starts to get weird. So I don't want to spoil it too much, but... Um, but it's got some pretty good actors, including our boy Chris Hemsworth, you know, Anna Hutchinson, Kristen Conley, Jesse Williams is in it. Um, so yeah, you know, just, you know, I liked it. Uh, Brett, what did you think about so it? So I'm just going to go, just start off straightforward. <clears throat> Chris Hemsworth's accent was horrific. He was trying to be an American college jock or jockey-ish person. Mm-hmm. And I know he's like supposed to be like a science guy or whatever, but he was playing the jock type. That accent was awful. 
Like, you could tell he was forcing it. I did not like that. Um, outside of that, I knew from the beginning of the movie, at least the one of the people who would live till the end. I, I just knew because I knew that character, right? And I knew that's the type of character they want at the end. That's just how it how these movies go. And inevitably what happens is like, you know, you hear the cabin in the woods and you get this idea of maybe like somebody out in the woods while you're on camping and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, um, it's more like facing monsters, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, in a contained environment. I mean, this movie does have a lot of monsters. It does have a lot of monsters. In fact, I would say the first 60 per, 60 to 65% of the movie when it's just them facing the first monsters. Mm-hmm. I, and I can say zombies. I, I don't think yeah. that's necessarily like a spoiler. It's yeah. first one of the first things that happens. Like, that's fine. It's not a big deal to me. I do question, though, if they had had success and actually killed them because they showed that you could. Yeah. Like, what would have happened then? They didn't really explain that. They just kind of assumed it was a given that they would be successful. Yeah. And by they, I mean the group that's kind of in control of it all. Uh, who's behind the madness. Um, things actually got more interesting once they went into the cellar. Uh-huh. And you saw a lot more monsters, I guess you could say. Um, some definitely just monsters of history and stories and stuff. Yeah. Others that were a little bit more creative and inspiring and creepy, for real. But with all that said... I'm just not sure. Hmm. I I'm, I'm really don't know how I feel about this movie. On one hand, you're right. It does kind of flip the horror genre trope and kind of bring up more interesting light to it. Mm-hmm. On another hand, one, I feel like it was like just story-wise. Like in the story. I'm saying like if I'm there. I feel like their plan on how to accomplish this was incredibly poorly thought out. Like, I'm not going to risk what they were risking on hope and a prayer, which is what they inevitably did. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, there were so many, like, more, like, surefire ways to make things happen that they didn't go with. Second off, the ending, like, to me... I understand if there's an if there's a thought in your mind of oh what they're telling us isn't true that's not real but they literally see that okay this thing is real it is true it's right there and yet they still make a selfish decision you know what I mean yeah and so that doesn't make sense to me it's like some people just want to watch the world burn apparently and I just. <sighs> On one hand, I did like the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay? On another hand, there were so many parts of the movie I felt like could have been written better and like cleared up questions in my mind so I wouldn't have been just stuck there saying, but why didn't they do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't necessarily even call it a plot hole per se, but more just like a, I feel like an answer should have been given why this wasn't the option. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I get part of that's just, well, it's because it's part of the movie. Yeah, and sometimes, like, 
sometimes I'll enjoy a movie that's kind of open ended. That um, wasn't open ended. No, no. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Sometimes I feel like it's okay when a movie doesn't like answer questions necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of just like leaves you to think, huh? I wonder why they did that, or like, you know, I wonder what happened to that character or that person or something. Like, I wonder, you know, I wonder what caused that chain reaction or something like that. But um, I get, I get what you're saying. I do. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. I like the movie. I thought it just put a unique kind of spin on the horror movies because I've seen a lot of horror movies and it's with the horror movie genre sometimes it's kind of like oh you see like one film you're going to see a dozen because they're all kind of the same uh, teenagers in the woods insert monsters the end bloodbath you know you might have like one final girl coming out of victory or whatever but this one just kind of flips that a little bit. Like, it's still one and the same. It still is that, basically, it's still that plot, but it just, it just does different things with it. And I think that's what stuck out, stuck out uh, with me, personally, on the movie. And, I would, I would completely agree that if you're looking for a horror movie that's different and not just like what, I'm, what you're going to expect from a typical horror movie, especially a monster horror movie. Yeah. Like, check this movie out. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think you would like it. Um, just know that there's probably going to be some questions you're left with thinking, why didn't they just do that? Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, I think you will not be disappointed with Cabin in the Woods in that sense. Uh, if you like scary movies and you haven't seen it, go for it. I, I, I don't think it's one of those. There are some movies that Drew has recommended me that are just way out there and weird. I lost my body. Oh my goodness! No, the lobster, <laughs> the lobster. was way worse. <laughs> but that I would say, don't waste your time. Like it's weird, and you're gonna feel uncomfortable the whole time you watch that. Cabin in the Woods isn't that type of movie. You would probably enjoy it if you watched it. It's got enough um, story to it and interesting stuff to it. Like, like I said, until I got in the cellar, I was kind of like, it's fine. Once I got in the cellar, I was like, okay. Now things are a bit more interesting, and it, I mean, and it is scary. Like it's a, you know, to I me, would, to me, like some of the, I, I like a lot of the, like the, um, uh, at least with like the zombies, a lot of that was practical effects. I know so many times you like even a lot of zombie movies have CGI stuff, but like yeah, those were actual like real people in makeup and stuff like that. You know, in in costumes and makeup. Um, I don't know. I just uh. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I found it to be scary at times. I found it to be funny. It had some uh, comedic moments too. There were a few comedic moments. I, I'll tell you right now. I didn't find it very scary, but and I'm not trying to be like, "Ooh, look at me! I'm big and bad" or anything. I don't get that scared of movies. Uh, when I was a kid, I did, but <clears throat> I think it's from like working a haunted house so many years that like jump scares and stuff. I'm just like, whatever. And most movies rely on that so heavily. Yeah. Uh, now, if you got like a girl who you won't squeeze your arm, this might be a good movie for that. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I would agree. So, a little bit of movie news before we get done. Uh, Regal Entertainment. Uh, what? We gotta rank it. We, rank oh, numbers. oh, you're correct. We do have to rank it. Um, I'm gonna rank it Probably about a six. Okay. Uh, just because 
those questions that left me asking that okay. I feel like could have been answered. Um, and I'm still, gonna, I'm gonna rank it a seven. So okay. Yeah. And yeah, and I can I can understand why. Um, but uh, the IMDb rating is a seven point and then the Metascore critic is a seventy two. So right, you know, around we were pretty close to the to the rankings. I would say. Yeah, we weren't too far off. Um, I think we were pretty much spot on. Uh, but again, Regal mm-hmm. Entertainment has shut down their theaters. Not enough money coming in in the economy um, to, or economic climate in general, or political, every climate, whatever. Yeah. The virus, the COVID, is making people not want to go to movies. I know me and you had talked about going to movies, but we didn't actually ever get to it because, man, I'll be real. I. And I know not everybody's like this, but I'm just kind of trying to stay out of public places a lot. Like, I'll yeah. go to a restaurant, but yeah. I don't know if I want to just sit in a packed movie theater. And I know, like, a lot of theaters were not packed, obviously, or else they wouldn't be shutting down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, with how many movies got delayed, there were only, like, two movies I was actually interested in seeing. And there was part of me that's like, do I just want to wait? Like I can just wait till they will eventually be out. streaming somewhere, okay. somewhere, or you know. Right? And that's what I wanted to talk about next with you, Drew. Do you think that the coronavirus, its effect on the on movie theaters, is pretty much going to lead to their demise? Um, yes, because even pre-COVID. A lot of movie theaters were struggling. Yeah. Already. Mm-hmm. And that was just like before COVID. Mm-hmm. Now, post-COVID, definitely. Um, I used to enjoy going to the movies, but uh, my wife is kind of strange. She doesn't like she doesn't like going to the movies. She would prefer to watch a movie at home. So basically, just about as long as we've been together, which I think now is over 10 years, um... We haven't seen a lot of movies in theaters. I don't really go that often. Um, most of the stuff we watch is at home. And I'm fine with it. A lot of people like want that big screen experience. And I can't argue that some movies don't look amazing on the big screen. But at the same time, it's just I've had so many movie experiences where you, you get in the theater, you sit down, and then someone sits like three feet behind you. And they just talk the whole movie. Like, or someone's in front of you a couple of rows, and you just see a bright cell phone light come on out of nowhere. And it's just like, y'all, really? We live in a society, people. Like, (laughs) like, come on. I paid money for this ticket. Like, I want to see this movie uninterrupted. Like, you paid money to get this ticket. Like, Put your phone on silent and put it in your pocket. Unless it's like an emergency or something, then step out the room. But, um, but yeah. So, I mean, I, I get like a lot of people like the theater experience. To me, it was like, eh, okay. You know, it's, it's fun seeing movies in theater. There, it seems like a 50-50 crapshoot that it's going to be either you get a good audience or a bad audience. And, I don't know. But yes, I, I think that COVID will definitely not help the theaters, for sure. So I think on the audience side of things, I found going to a midnight release or one of the first showings of a good movie that's coming out normally helps that a lot because the people who are there want to be there. Yeah. Right? They're like the bigger fans. Yes, exactly. Um, 
But I think another aspect of this is that I think someone like Disney, for instance, who I know they released Mulan from everything I've heard it's trash. Um, but still, they released Mulan where you could stream it for $30. Yes. Now, for someone like me, who's a single guy, um, I'm not paying 30 bucks to go watch that movie. Not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it at all. But let's flip that. Let's say you are married with two kids and you're going to pay $35 just to bring everyone to the movie theater. Yeah. Right? If not more. Because yeah, a lot of those say, tickets are kind of, 40 bucks. Yeah, like it's going to be 40 plus dollars to go to the movies mm-hmm. one day. That's not counting popcorn or, or drinks or, or anything. gas, anything. Mm-hmm. Now you can do it from the comfort of your home, own home. You don't have to worry about all the distractions you were talking about. And you can just use some of the snacks you already have or just go to the store and get cheaper ones. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's going to be the death of the movie theaters completely because I feel I still feel like in major cities, like that's going to be a draw. Like There may not be as many of them, but I think there are going to be some. Uh, but I think in smaller cities like the one we're in, uh, it may be rough for United Artists. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but... What do you think? Do you think that COVID has affected movie theaters negatively? Well, obviously it has, but in a way that's going to ruin them in the future. Um, Sound off in the comments on our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, But for now, I think that's all I've got today. Drew, do you have anything else? Well, I have a movie to recommend you. Oh. All right, Drew. Tell me what you got. All right. So this is a great horror movie he said that last week and I was right (sighs) anyways great horror movie uh, from 2018 so pretty new okay Um, I think you'll like it it's a period horror movie oh no (sighs) don't oh no me Um, Jesus and the 12 zombies that's a good plot we can write that we can write that movie um (laughs) Uh, no, this movie is called Apostle. Okay, I've heard of Apostle. And it's on Netflix. Okay. I just checked. Perfect. A couple of minutes ago. Then I will be watching Apostle. And Drew, you are going to be watching one with the legend himself, Samuel L. Jackson. Unfortunately, he doesn't play the key role. <laughs> but he is in the movie. And that movie... Is simply 1408. Oh, yeah, the uh, the hotel movie. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I can dig it. Good movie. A little bit of tense at moments. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember, uh, I'll uh, save that story for next time. <laughs> A funny story about it. John Cusack, he's also in there. He movie. is in there. That's who I was trying to think of. Mm-hmm. Uh but so I'll be watching Apostle. Drew's going to be watching 1408. Maybe you want to catch up with us. Um, unfortunately, we could not find Scary Movie 3 online and we have to find the DVD. So you'll have to go and find that one yourself if you want to watch it. Probably in the bargain bin. Highly recommend it. <laughs> second off, um, or, or maybe, not second off, I'm weird. Maybe you want to go check out Cabin in the Woods. You can find that one on Hulu and. I can tell you, you might like it. I would recommend it. Drew would recommend it. You might like it. (laughs) If you're anything like me, you might like it. 
<laughs> or maybe you want to keep up with us and you want to watch uh, 1408 or Apostle so that you can hear our opinions next week and tell us how bad they are. Whichever one that might be, or whichever one you might be, we can't wait to have you join us next week. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all have a great weekend.